Hello semuanya, welcome to Podcast Manto, an official podcast brought to you by Permias MSU where we share the perspectives, thoughts, and opinions of the Indonesian community here in East Lansing. My name is Andika Diantoro. I am a fourth-year undergraduate student majoring in physics. And today, I am very, very fortunate enough to be joined by an amazing team of co-hosts. And I'll let them introduce themselves right now. Hello, everyone. Salam kenal, apa kabar? My name is Fahmi Dulaksono. I'm right now pursuing my master's degree, majoring biosystems engineering in MSU, um, studying my second year. Salam kenal. Hi. Hello, semuanya. Apa kabar? My name is Febri. Um, I am a second-year undergraduate student majoring in business preference. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hope you're doing well. My name is Atika. I'm a second-year PhD student in human development and family studies, concentrating in child development. All right, guys, for this first episode, we're going to talk about Batik. And it's a very, very good thing for us today because on this day, the 2nd of October 2020, we are celebrating Batik Day. Woo! Yay! Woo! Selamat Hari Batik semuanya. Selamat yes. Hari Batik. And as we all know, um, Batik is Indonesia's or one of Indonesia's proudest and authentic creations because it is um, a basically processed in a unique way as compared to other fabrics and cloths. And it also is very, very versatile in terms of its use. And... For the co-hosts in the studio right here, I just want to get your thoughts and opinions about uh, what do you guys think about batik. Anyone want to start? <laughs> batik? Well, for me, batik is part of my identity. It's something that you know, like it's 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 a universal language that says that screams actually that I'm Indonesian. <laughs> I don't have to tell them I'm Indonesian. And for people who act, who knows who's seen Batik before and understand what it is, like they already know that, oh, you're Indonesian. Um, and it's just that part of the culture um, that everyone can relate to. You know, Indonesia is a big country. We have more than 300 different ethnic groups. and Even so, everyone know what batik is, and um, we appreciate each other's batik, um, like patterns and colors, and you know, um, inspired by different ethnic groups. So I feel like batik just brings everyone together, especially mm-hmm. Indos. Yeah, do I agree with you? Like. With the identity thing, um, it it screams Indonesian, and mm-hmm. I just like it. I don't know. It's it. Oh, and it's also very colorful. You know, um, you don't see like one color or one pattern, but you see a lot with like um, what the three was it three thousand three hundred three I'm sorry, three hundred ethnic group ethnic groups. Um, you see batik from the Javanese region. You see batik from the um, Sumatran region to mm-hmm. Bali to the Nusa Tenggara region. It's just so it's it, you know it's like rainbow. Yeah, true. Um, for me, batik already accompanied me since really young. So I firstly wore my batik when I was. Entering elementary school, 
So as I remember, my first batik was my school uniform. The color was blue, and I think um, the pattern was called Tuturi Handayani. So personally, because I like blue, so I really like uh, my first batik uniform, and I was really waiting for Wednesday and Thursday, which were the day I will wear um, the batik uniform. And then just when I grew up, like I always have my new uniform or basically just batik fabric um, every year. So at least like once in a year, I will buy my new batik fabric and then um, make my customized, um, just my customized um, custom um, for myself and for attending some events or when I attend like cultural event so usually i would just wear uh my batik one so it's really personal um taste for me and uh the thing i picked up from all of you guys' comments is that you know batik comes in different colors and different sizes and then of course different uh patterns and uh all sorts of things that basically are a component of the fabric itself and I'm seeing here in the studio, there's a lot of different batiks going on around the room. I personally, uh, for the audience listening in this podcast, uh, will share that I am wearing a batik with, uh, with a black base and I have, I think, uh, shirts of like leaves or something. Yeah, yeah sort of leaves, but then it forms kind of wings. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the twin wings. wings. Yeah, and uh, my uh, I I bought this batik uh, in my hometown in in Solo, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll let my co-hosts share what they're wearing today. Matika, why we start with you? Okay, well, I'm wearing pants right now, so I think the one thing uh, we all know, well, Indonesians know that not <laughs> everyone might know, um, batik comes in different forms, so mm-hmm. um, it's not B shirt, you know, it's not A shirt but it's the pattern. So mm. when I uh, was doing my bachelor's degree, I used to have this stand, like this Indonesian stand, and I always wear this like really pretty um, like collage of different batik. And everyone was asking, um, like, is that the your traditional dress? Yeah. It's not the dress, it's the pattern. So um, it can be in any form, right? It's it can be in a shirt, it can be in pants, it can be any um, in your hijab, whatever. Um, well, I'm right now wearing a pants, a batik pants, and it's brown, orange, black, cream color, and it it makes like a I don't know, like a leaf, a yeah. leaf maybe, like it's a like leafy pattern. Mm-hmm. And like some amoeba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure to say amoeba. <laughs> I don't know, but it's, um, you know, it's the pattern itself. It's um, it's unique, and it, you know, you appreciate everybody because it's the creation of the artist itself. Mm-hmm. Well, February, why don't we come to you next? What are you wearing for us today, Dick? I think I think my batik pattern is similar to yours. Oh, oh yes, it is. Because yeah. Because I think it's from uh, Solo. It originates from Solo. Well, mm-hmm. my hometown is not Solo, but 
Mm-hmm. Well, my hometown is Jogja. It's near Solo, but I think you know with that mm. um, distance Solo to Jogja, I think we share the same batik pattern, yeah. Yeah, I mean we're both in uh, Java, oh, Central Java, Java yeah. in particular. Yeah, I'm seeing like a black um, like base to it, and then mm-hmm. with the patterns, I see like the brown, white, uh, light brown colors, and I think um, this. The similarity to our batik is the um what is it called oh, the wings mm-hmm. yeah. like the wing pattern yeah is kind of symbolizing the karaton just, uh, oh yes the, what is karaton in English like like the royal <laughs> yeah, yeah the royal, royal family the royal, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 the royal family of Jogja and Solo so, it's, yeah it screams um luxurious it and screams yes posh and yep. just cool. for the audience listening to this podcast as well uh, Jogja is one of or the one of uh, the special regions in our country which is uh, described as daerah istimewa Yogyakarta or DIA Yogyakarta and to which Febri just mentioned earlier uh, there is still a royal you know household like yeah. being you know active within the city itself and that's one of the reasons why the region is so special Maswami why don't you tell us what you're wearing today oh. you, your shirt seems a little bit different than us mm-hmm, liking, I like it liking the, di- liking the diversity of colors here I really intended to know um, my batik pattern in all honesty because previously Previously, I don't really know, but basically, it's a light blue color. I think it's sort of like blue greenish, or it's green actually. I, I, te- don't I really see know. like a teal, turquoise color. Teal, kind of teal, teal color. Teal color. Okay, so best. It's kind of unique for batik, actually. Like yeah. rarely to see like teal color. Okay, so basically, it has um, pattern more like tendrils and flowers. So then I tried to search through Google like what pattern that looks like mine mostly and I found one name. Not really sure if this one is true, but I think the name would be like Green Sing. Oh, it's Green Sing Solar Batik. So basically, um, there's a story and hope about this um, pattern. It's like a hope that people will stay healthy as green um, the tendrils. Um, it's something like really long, like just thin part of um, plant, but it's long and grow all the way. Meaning that um, a hope that those who wear um, the batik will always be healthy. And the flower, I believe that's um, a representative of your success after all your hard work it's paid off in the end so yeah basically the, i think that's the meaning of the batik it seems like a good luck charm because you know you it, yeah it, definitely it, it urges you to wear it so you can stay healthy which is very important in these times by the way uh <laughs> yeah i think that's true and the fact you know that i like to bring up the idea that uh within batik uh as you know we've all discussed in this podcast that uh, it has a lot of symbols and patterns and shapes and sizes or whatever it's on there i i would like to like bring up the the symbolism effect or aspect of the batik itself which is i find very interesting since uh as you said in your batik that you know uh symbolizes you know good health and you know mm-hmm. hard work and everything yeah that's true and that brings a lot of meaning to you know the product itself because it's more than just a cloth it's more than just a shirt it's more than just a piece of fabric that's being made by hand within our country and um 
I would like, you know, to ask my fellow co-hosts here, what's the most unique pattern or the most memorable pattern of batik, you know, you've seen within, you know, your lifetime? Sounds a hard question, so honestly. Hard. Um, <laughs> well, every, every batik is unique. I think we yeah. can all agree on that. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, um, you know, like, if you think about it, the batik, like, they have earthy colors. Mm-hmm. They ha- all have earthy colors. So it doesn't matter if it's red, if it's blue, but it has, um, you know, that earthy color of, like, the component of it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, but I think for me personally, it was this Chinese influence batik. Mm-hmm. It was oh. red. Ooh. It oh, was, okay. It was it. It's elegant. And Wait, do you see like the the bird pattern? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. So I ever seen it too. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. And yes. I only wear that one for like special. Like <laughs> I make sure it's special. You know, it's that. It's that luxurious like mm-hmm. it just looks seems really like nice. it's a limited edition yeah i uh, don't know <laughs> yeah, the fabric itself is also like really shining and really smooth yes like uh um, yeah that's i can't so wear it like all day long yeah so it's cool like it doesn't hairy. you know it's not hot to, yeah. like the fabric yes. itself yeah 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 but you know, the pattern it's beautiful and you can just tell that um it has like a Chinese influence in it because of the colors and the, the the patterns that they put there, and you know it's it's just unique. <laughs> oh, what I found most memorable was the silk batik that my oh. mom wore. Ooh. That also um, she wore it for like special occasions, just cause you know a little bit of flex, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, um, like I always see my mom going to like events or weddings or whatever, um, or like just professional events or whatever, and she would wear like the silk batik, and it's just, it's you know, when I'm okay, whenever I see a silk batik, I just think of an ibu ibu. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, in English, um, mm. like a Mama. Uh, madams, like yeah, yeah like a middle-aged woman, I guess. Yeah, that's that's, that's about right in yeah, terms of description-wise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like whenever they go to professional meetings or just some work, they use the silk batik, and it's oh. just wow, mom, like. Papa. <laughs> I would like to add the fact that that's also very common when you meet like government officials. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Uh-huh. And it's like customized. Mm-hmm. You, know? you pick your best one. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about yeah. you, Maswami? Any unique? What's the most unique pattern or motif that you've seen? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, yours is very unique, so you must have seen something that you know at least so. <laughs> somewhat similar to this. Okay. To be honest, um. The first time I saw Batik Megamendung pattern, I felt amazed amazed with that because, I mean, Batik, Batik patterns that I usually saw previously always has um, pattern like more like flowerish or leaf or kind of um, basically like more pattern related to um, plant based. But with Megamendung, I saw like it's batik, but it has like different taste of pattern. And when I see uh, Megamendong, it's all it, it also um, resembles like a high place of the mm-hmm. sky that I can associate myself like when I see that pattern. I, I always associate um, things like you have to achieve something 
high on your life because life is only happened once mm-hmm. why don't you just try to get as high things as you can and as long as dream is free go for it so mm-hmm. that's why i always remember about batik megamdung so it, it was it always amazed me when i see that pattern you know what i like about your description right there is that the colors or the pattern you say uh, represent the sky and even in the batik creation itself or the product itself physically you know they aimed high for like the meaning mm-hmm. and the patterns and the symbols and the overall background and physical look of the product and i would like to uh, also uh, bring back to febri's point about uh Or for every story, in fact, of what you know, sick batik. Oh yeah. Um, I would like to like branch out from that just by emphasizing that one of the most common events that you can find batik like indirectly per se is in kondangan or weddings. I would I I, I cannot say that enough because literally ninety five well ninety five percent of like at least the guys yeah. uh, and also the, f- the females like you know. Show their batik off. It's like an impromptu fashion show per se. Yeah, like yeah, even yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you wouldn't see like one batik there that's the same. Exactly. No, 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 never. But also, uh, on the contrary as well, a batik in like weddings can be used as uniforms mm-hmm. because I remember when I went to a, a wedding once, um, I saw the bride's side of the family, you know, wearing. One uniform yeah. batik pattern or color, and on the groom side, it was another color. So it can be, you know, sort of put to use in many different ways, mm-hmm. uh, regardless whether you would like to match up or not. Mm-hmm. But going off of that, I just want to highlight, um, you know, not only that. Uh, batik can be used for special events like weddings or ceremonies or Uh, how do I call it? Like official events per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it can also be used, you know, as a as a casual thing. Like I right. can tell myself from myself that sometimes when I go to the malls or like mm-hmm. if I want to meet like just a, a friend at the coffee shop or whatever, I can just put on my uh, you know short sleeve batik, which. Actually, I'm wearing now, and I just want to ask you know my co-host again here. Um, how do you choose like when to wear what batik? Like, what's your criteria? What's your <laughs> uh, approach to selection, so to speak? Oh, so is it like? Um, our preference in choosing our batik is something like that. Well, yeah, but like um, to branch out a bit, like I mean, for example, do you wear like a posh one if you want to just meet like your friends, or do mm. um, do you have like oh I wanna you know make it a bit you know seem humble a bit and you know wear like casual one so. What's your criteria of that? Well, how, what's your process selecting them to use? That sounds interesting. It um, feels like I'm grilling all the hard questions to you guys. <laughs> I, I, I apologize so. for that. <laughs> okay, so I think for for me, um, when I just go on casual activities like meeting friends, I think I will just wear a style like Batika right now, like just wearing the pants because 
for me it's like more convenient wearing pants with batik patterns rather than mm-hmm. wearing batik um tops. shirt yeah, yeah batik tops for casual because i don't know just for my um my my personal thought like wearing batik tops always it's always for um formal events so for me to make um myself looks more casual usually i will just use um batik pants and now it's really affordable and can easily be found anywhere um like in the traditional market or even in the mall or supermarket i mean it's really easy to find um for now and then i don't know is it is it something included with the price range something like that do you uh, do you want me to answer in the question mm. i mean you, or you, just I mean, um, the can. Yeah. if you're comfortable with that Oh, okay, you're preempting my next topic. By the way, I wanna oh, okay. discuss I'll, I'll, a little bit I'll, about I'll price. I'll keep it for the next question then. But yeah, basically for casual event, I will just use um pants, batik pants. So for the tops, I usually prefer for more more formal events mm-hmm. like the wedding party or um official meeting with uh, the government. And can I just speak a bit about the wedding? thing that yeah. previously you talk about <laughs> so actually when i was when i'm here uh, in the u.s actually one of my best friends um she had her wedding party and because um he considered me as one of the closest friends so mm-hmm. actually he she she had a batik fabric for me actually for the uniform so usually mm-hmm. that's for the family or the the close relatives but because i wasn't there so I had to I had to um just give the fabric to another person like Aww. I couldn't keep it because it's going to be a, a too long for me to wait for um the moment I will get to that fabric like it's mm-hmm. been like maybe the next two years so then I decided to just give it to another person that um that need the fabric so hmm. that's all about the fabric <laughs> and the wedding ceremony so yeah Like you can't, I, I I feel like we can't like can't mention wedding ceremonies enough in this episode. Yeah. Like as sorry, I said, wedding party organizers. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, okay. Uh, well, actually, for me, I think if yeah, if I want to go like to hang out with my friends, I uh-huh. think I'd just like pull out my casual batik, uh, the modern type. I like I like to collect those modern batik patterns. You know, the one that kind of um, that everyone likes, and it's just. easy to see i'm guessing you know without okay, a lot more, of, more simple yeah without pattern. a lot of people like what is that <laughs> what is that pattern <laughs> it's modern um well i have a lot of my modern pad- uh, pattern batik back home in indonesia so i'm pretty sad about that plus okay. like i don't think i can wear it here because it gets cold quickly in michigan <laughs> so yeah you know, um sometimes i would have uh, my I have like a two set batik, the the top and the bottom, and they have the same pattern. And then I'll just style it with some white sneakers and some high socks. Mm. You can mix and match yeah. when you yeah. when you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Whenever I wear that, I feel so cool. <laughs> and the color, confidence. Yeah, and the color is like really nice. It's bright. It's yellow. It's green, and then the base is white, and then it's just pop off. You know. I think oh. the, I think the message you're trying to send, like by wearing that combination, is that you know we in the Asians can be casual as well. We can be casual and wear batik at the same time. So you can be like a little bit formal, but mm. it's modern. And today is Friday. What better day to be to like, wear batik? Be casual and yeah. Yeah, wear batik as well because today is batik day. Mm. Um, how about 
you, Badega, like, how are from your side? Like, how would you, like, select? Uh, how would you approach to, like, you know, deciding which batik to wear? I think for me, it's more of the fabric. So if it's more silkier, um, I just use that for a more formal, um, you know, formal stuff that I have to attend. But if it's more like cotton and um, like this pants, oh, I've been wearing this pants for, <laughs> this is my third year. <laughs> like, I love this pants. I feel like you can sleep in those pants so oh, much. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like you can fly with it too. <laughs> Zoom. it's so big but it's so comfortable and um i just wear it wherever i feel like wearing it mm-hmm. but if it's more silkier then i'll save that for later oh. yeah and i i just can't help but admire the fact that you're being unique on your own because we're we're wearing batik tops you're wearing uh the batik pants which mm-hmm. also proves back to the fact that you know batik can be used for uh in anything really uh shirts pants even now i think uh due to the pandemic there are uh, people who make batik masks and speaking about your uh your point about the price range there must me oh yeah um i just wanna you know uh uh get back onto the point of you know what do you mean by uh if you're comfortable with it as well answering the question mm-hmm. uh what do you mean by your approach to like the price range and all of that? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, sure. I mean, um, because right now batik has various price range. For me, it's really important to try to figure out if you can find um, good quality of batik with more affordable price. Because, uh, I mean, people right now um, have a lot of options. So for me, um, I really like to set up my price range, like try to figure out, okay, with this kind of budget, can I find something that fit me, but also with um, decent price? So I, I'm not here to mention the price range, but for me, it's really, <laughs> it's really, for me, it's really likely just to set the, the price range to see like um, whether I can find something decent for me with um, like certain amount of money but um the message is like actually for now batik is affordable for everybody like it can be something really expensive for um the executive or i mean crazy rich people but it also <laughs> can be of as affordable as for those who are in the middle income if i can say so yeah it's it's something that always be part of myself in selecting batik well i like that you explained that because now batik is like particularly in indonesia per se like you can find it in you know many different places in markets in uh, on like the street side and mm-hmm, now yeah. uh with the modern economic like expanding um you know you can find it in like malls and like there companies that are producing batik like the brand that I brought from is Batik Putra Bugawan from from mm-hmm. Solo, and also uh, I think one of the most famous. Uh, Every Indonesian should know this. It's called Batik Keris. Exactly, that's what I want to get to. You, you <laughs> pre-attempted uh, my uh, my statement, but also um, I would like to uh, adhere to the fact that uh, or possibility that uh, wouldn't 
would price range you know be determined by how the batik is made because traditionally speaking uh when we hear about batik we think about uh the cloth that's being you know worked on for hours and hours with the hot wax and the chanting and you know they make it by hand mm-hmm. well it's not wrong to mention but now uh you know uh they some of it comes in like factory which is also not wrong and also uh what February said earlier that batik can be customized so tailors can you mm-hmm. know select a certain pattern and make um a shirt for you a fabric for you or any batik product for you uh would you guys think that you know uh or would you agree with when i say that you know the process determines the price outcome definitely 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 I, I like that you repeat that by the way because <laughs> <laughs> i've seen it uh, happen um i went to this batik um workshop okay well, i don't know i don't know if it's called a workshop but it was like in a house it was in a, the batik company house whatever and then behind the store they have the um the women who would like a behind the scene behind the scene thing yeah um I, yeah i went there and then um seems I like saw... a deep insight you know you yeah. get into the process whoa <laughs> but yeah i saw these uh the, the people the women even like some men also work on the batik and they do it by hand right and um when i saw the price when it's like in the final product i saw the price and it was like Oof. <laughs> <laughs> i like that expression kind of kind of make me like speechless for a second <laughs> expensive and yeah and i think and then after that i like the next day or like the next two days i went it, it was in jogja by the way mm-hmm. oh. the next two days i went to the streets of malioboro mm-hmm. Ooh, i miss going to malioboro but um yeah. and then i a went famous landmark in java java by the way ladies and gentlemen yeah. um i went to batik stores just like you know those the ones on the streets and whatever and whatnot and then i see and then i saw um people selling batik and then i saw the price and i was like what like what is the difference you know this one is a little bit cheaper and the one i went was like whoa expensive <laughs> and so and then i asked my mom like oh, mom why is this price so like why, why why the difference and then she told me about the process you know if someone would make it by hand um the patterns would not look the same and it it's time consuming and so of course uh the company would want to sell it for like more expensive right but she explained to me that the one in the stores they made it with like a stamp so they they um they make like the stamp out of like a metal and then they like twist the metals or whatever like according to the patterns they want they put it on the stamp and then um once they like make the pattern they just dip the stamp in the dye mm-hmm. and then they stamp the dye on the batik fabric and then there you go you know you see i just know that because uh again when i think of batik i think of the chanting but now i just learned that you can even do it using a stamp see even yeah. the tools are different the pattern's mm-hmm. different everything it's but the outcome is it produces yeah it produces uh you know under the big batik umbrella of like a whole variety of products but i want to also uh, go back to uh what you said about you know um uh, when you said that you know the batik is more expensive 
because uh, you know they take longer to mm-hmm. make. You know mm-hmm. they use hands and um, oh, and sometimes they would like choose their dyes. You see, even the dyes different. They have plenty of options on the dye. Yeah. Like. Difference is like becoming a main theme in this topic of discussion. But uh, going back to what I was going to say that, uh, you know, it has more, it brings more value. Mm-hmm. And because that term is very, very highly associated with price. The other thing, but speaking about value, um, you know, wouldn't that be, a, you know, making batik is also a value of its own. Like uh, you said, you know, they get to choose their dye, mm-hmm. they get to choose their equipment, and they made certain, you know, different colors, to which I think is why Batik is very, very unique. Mm-hmm. And the fact that what you went to is a workshop, would you guys agree that um, Batik also provides an educational value as well? Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, this, uh, the outcome and also the steps, mm-hmm. you know, what would you what you guys think about that? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I like how you're smiling and answering the question. <laughs> <laughs> she the has something on mind. <laughs> no, it definitely is because, like, like we talked about before, it's. Um, the batik is very unique, right? It has its own identity and not just from what culture, but it goes back to who made it mm-hmm. and who was doing the pattern, right? So it's very individualized, um, but in a way that we can generalize it to, oh, this is from Solo, or this is from Jogja, and this one is, uh, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I'm just going to be honest, like, I can't, like, I don't know every batik, like, where it's from, yeah. right? I, I, I know it's beautiful. It's just a lot, but, but it's yeah. a lot to mm-hmm. know about it. And I, you know, like, hats off to people who actually study about this and actually know, um, you know, the background story, like, mm-hmm. why are they like this mm-hmm. and what? What, what's with the colors you know yeah. why why combine these colors not these colors instead so um it's a good way to actually learn our culture it's just one part of our culture we're rich right yep but this is just the one part where um it's a common language like everyone knows what batik is and um you know like you can tell once you see it, even though it's not from your region, mm-hmm. um, but you know it's batik, and even though you don't know the story behind it, you it feel the connection exactly. <laughs> and also, like it always have a story. I think that's mm-hmm. what make batik is very <laughs> unique to each uh, and one of us. Like we have, we define batik in a different way. Mm-hmm. Each of us, mm-hmm. and it's because you know the value of it it's it, it just it runs deep it runs deep <laughs> yeah deep. i think so and our but blood. it's yeah and you know like we have a story behind why we like particular but they, you know we prefer specific mm-hmm. ones yeah. and um and that's okay um you know but yeah i do i i do feel like but the 
it's not just a pattern, but it has some strong value. Yeah. Yep. You, you make it seem like as if like everything about Bhatti can be more than like the contents of a textbook. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's like life. Um, how I can say that? Um, something that always be meaningful for the community which belong to the yeah. period itself. So kind of life learning. There's always life, um, how can I say that? Life learning, lesson life? Life, life lesson. lesson. Yeah. There's always kind of life lesson. Sorry, my English is not too good. <laughs> There's always life lesson in every single pattern of batik. And it's always good to learn. And I think that's actually the part of the educational um, value yeah, perspective yeah. of batik because each um, batik is created with a really good meaning and good hope and I can say like good praying from those who created that pattern so maybe I can suggest for those who collect batik like start to think about what's the meaning of each pattern that you already buffed yes because mm -hmm. it's um it's really it's really wonderful if you can figure out and if you can discover like oh your batik actually is more meaningful than what you actually see yes. with your eyes yeah oh, something like that i also want to bounce off mas fahmi i just thought about this just now like i see batik you know you said there's like educational values behind mm -hmm. it and i see batik if you collect batik at your house it's like collecting books mm -hmm. you know like <laughs> yeah right gotcha you know like yeah. it's like in your batik if you collect them in your um wardrobe it's like having books in your library at your house yeah it's like uh if you see the batik pattern whenever you see someone but uh using a batik pattern it's like seeing the front of the book that's like my analogy um the front of the book and then but when you start to get to know your um batik you learn what's uh the background story the legend i would say and then the colors every meaning story that connects to here and there and then the, all that it's like opening a book and then reading one line one word i'm like whoa that's beautiful sometimes there are meanings in between the lines yes, which is what i want also to that too and then once you like understand like oh okay what well, this batik means that um everything ties in together it's like you finish the book you know but, <laughs> but you also like think about it you know it's not mm -hmm. like you finish it you also think about it mm. and because that's part of your culture too mm -hmm. knowing what you have like the meaning of your batik it just makes you more rich in knowledge yes. and knowing uh, your yeah. own culture knowledge is key knowledge is key yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, you yeah, know yeah, your yeah. culture better and uh -huh. you just feel like um you're in touch more with that yes um, yeah. where you're from yes yes yeah, yes couldn't agree more and you get to understand why things are the way they are <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere but yeah so <laughs> It seems like February you describe Batik like it's its own person, it has personality, it has its meaning in life. It, yes. ha it has something to teach, mm -hmm. you know, to the community uh, in general. But also, I want to uh, bounce off the fact that uh, when you said that um, you get to uh, you get to know the pattern, you get to know uh, the meaning uh, behind. Uh, certain patterns and certain motifs and colors mm -hmm. uh, wouldn't that just increase how proud you are as an Indonesian Definitely. you know to see that I have something that I actually understand the meaning of mm -hmm. and um, I think Batika that you mentioned that you were uh, at the 
you were at an expo or something for your organization when you were was it an undergrad or undergrad when, yeah, yeah. Um, would you guys agree with uh, when I say that Batik is one of the gateways to teach about Indonesian culture within the community of the world hell yeah <laughs> I like how proud you are in saying that. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, of course, as we know, Indonesia is a very rich culture. Uh, it has lots and thousands of islands within the country itself. And every time I go, you know, to a cultural event, the go-to... Uh, is Batik. Exactly, is, is Batik. And um, as we discussed earlier, you know... Um, the fact that you might be going to a culture night helps you decide which batik to wear and which pattern mm-hmm. you are um, going to use uh, to use everything. But I also want to adhere to the fact that, uh, or the wouldn't would you guys agree that batik can also be a conversation starter with people? Mm-hmm. Because I personally, well. I, I once wore, or at least a couple of times in the past, wore batik, you know, when I was walking down the street here in East Lansing, and someone would stop me and say, hey, I like your shirt, you know? <laughs> well, would you agree with what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I have, this is just one of, I think I had four. I have four of this batik pants, different prints. And there was one time I was wearing it, um to the school where i used to do my practicum at and the lead teacher saw my pants and she was like oh my god that's beautiful <laughs> and she knows where i'm from like i'm from indonesia and she was like right away is that where you're from like did you did you bring it from home and like yeah and not just a conversation starter it's a way to educate them like this is just part of my culture you know mm-hmm. if you want to look at this is just the tip of the iceberg right <laughs> yeah like if we have music and yeah. like different part we have uh, different music and then dances and oh, then yeah, food you know and accents language on our own um and you know this is just the print um media yeah. of my culture which is batik um so it's it's definitely something else like when you wear batik especially when you're abroad when you're in indonesia it's like okay like a lot of people wear batik and like some <laughs> would pop out and some would be like hey, that's pretty cool yeah exactly <laughs> but here abroad like you don't see it as much and yeah. once it's out of your closet and out in the world it's like Look at that, right? It's like you're unleashing the beast into the world. <laughs> it's like you're you're just letting people know that, you know, this is just part of Indonesia. Indonesia's not just Bali. Um, I love that quote. Love what you said over there. Yeah, that's, that's another that's another educational way to teach about Indonesia. Not only mention about Bali. I got somehow annoyed. <laughs> with that i'm sorry like it's beautiful yeah it's bali is beautiful it's beautiful like, but, but it's not only it's not Indonesia, just it's not bali. only bali mm-hmm. yeah. even bali had his own batik guys yes. like exactly. yeah 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 i just saw it from was google it called barong? yeah i think it's like uh, i just for, i just forget the name yeah kind of batik 
barong. So Batik basically, oh, barong. singa barong. Singa barong. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Would you want to tell the audience specifically what uh, batik singa barong is like? Uh, what what kind of you know? What well, does it look like physically? Since I'm not from Bali, so um, just shout out to the Balinese if I'm wrong. Um, so far as I know, batik singa barong is really attractive um, because the pattern is it's absolutely the barong itself so basically barong um takes a shape from um the lion so then is it the barong legend yeah kind of the barong legend so mm-hmm. what i saw um it was like two barongs just facing together but all i can see from that pattern is kind of strength and also um how can i say that Yeah, but basically the strength of um, Balinese um, in achieving their goals in life. Mm-hmm. Oh, also the bravery for sure, because like the the position of the um, the barong is both of them are facing together with kind of I cannot say ang- anger eyes, but kind of bravery to challenge every single mm. thing um, in front of them. So, so like they are really. Um, strong have like strong um, determination and they're brave to face whatever challenge in life so maybe that's all i can um translate from what the pattern i saw about the singabarong yeah it's pretty cool and another meaning full of life another use of symbolism there ladies and gentlemen and also uh i also want to bring the fact that you know batik When it was originally created, it was originally created in the island of Java, and mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. it has you know expanded to all at least countries. all the provinces in the country that you can even think of, even to Bali. And you're from Sumba, right, Maswa? Yeah, even shout out yeah. to Sumbawa, Nusa Tenggara Barat. Hello, <laughs> and you know even to uh, your province that it's also well known, and you know it has its own. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's true. That's Tell what... us about that. Okay, so I just discovered um, that actually since 2010, um, the province of Nusa Tenggara Barat or West Nusa Tenggara, um, we already had our um, our own distinctive batik pattern, which is called Sasambo, um, which cons- um, basically Sambo um, means um, Sasak Samawa. Mbojo, which are three largest um, ethnics in NTB or West Nusa Tenggara. So then, basically, the pattern resembles all um, like the unique or the main um, ideas of each ethnics, such as um, the traditional houses and then the traditional flowers or like kind of um, the traditional movements like in the dances it can be resembled in um, the batik patterns so basically then since 2010 um the province um just decided to have um its distinctive pattern to be worn for all the government office so yeah that's all about the story so basically um batik sasambo means um to to have a unity between each tribe mm-hmm. so even though we kind of come from um, like different roots or just different um, values but we're still one together um, under the name of the province 
So like, yeah, it's kind of the, the unity um, in the pattern. Mm-hmm. I you like see, that. You see, I like a, a common ter- common theme that I want to bring around here is that, you know, uh, you have, you know, described about the, from Sumbawa, Febri has, you know, described her experience working with different equipments and patterns in a workshop. You're obviously wearing something that's different and besides this yeah. in terms of like a physical product, mm-hmm. uh, which I want to highlight, you know, Batik is also a way for Indonesians to express their diversity because our country's motto is Bineka Tunggal Ika or translated into unity and diversity, which is one of Indonesia's mm-hmm. most um, respected aspects within our society itself. Yeah. And you know we, Indonesians, we we are from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. We are from different provinces, and yet we can learn something through each other uh, through batik, which mm-hmm. may seem uh, physically as a cloth or a pattern or a creation of some sort. However, we can learn something through it. And we can also use it as a gateway or as a conversation starter to within our in the within our Indonesian community and also lots of people around the world. And I also want to uh, give a shout out to one of the people within East Lansing here. Uh, his name is uh, Uncle Edward Panjaitan, uh, or shout a, a shout, shout out to him. Hi, Omedo. <laughs> Or Omedo, as we call him, or Bang Edo. Uh, and he recently, I, I love this. I'm seeing this right now. This is literally uh, a Michigan State University logo, green and Spartan base. But in the middle of the... The middle of the fabric, it looks like... Um, tenun. Batik tenun? Yeah. From, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's from. It, it looks, it kind of looks, looks like an ulas, no? Um, I'm not really sure, no, but yeah, it should be from it's Andrew, very traditional, yeah. yeah, yeah, that pattern is traditional, but he modified it with the Spartan logo, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And see, guys, even uh, but this pattern can be incorporated uh, with you know something that is very very commonly seen within our east lansing community and also very modern i would say exactly yeah yeah that's yeah. right contemporary see even Bati doesn't have to be you know your traditional je- uh, pattern but also we can modernize it and mix and match it as february mentioned earlier yeah. with the yeah, style of choices true. to you know create something that's you know very distinctive of us Particularly to us uh, MSc students and the Indonesian community here in East Lansing, uh, to see something you know that we live in, mm-hmm. and that where we're from, mm-hmm. it relates to us exactly. Yeah. And I'm telling you guys, I, I I couldn't admire this anymore. Like this is the first time I've seen <laughs> a school logo within a, a Batik pattern. Like this is I the first yeah. for me, by the way. It is unique. It definitely is unique. Yeah, it is. And it resonates with like both of our identities, right? Yeah. Now. We're a student here at a particular school. Yeah. And then we're Indonesian. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah, it can be a good idea um for 
maybe the schools in Indonesia to have their own, even their own taste of batik. Like um, the universities probably can um, start an idea. So it can be one of their um, merchandise, if I can say. So for the parents or the family that who usually come to the graduation or just orientation oh, for their children so cool. it can be a good merchandise so and we have creative students so yeah we'll like have to yeah. design it you know yeah yeah definitely i think it's pretty easy yep and i speaking about graduation uh that's oh, also I'm another happy. event that <laughs> has many year. has a lot of you know batik uh being worn in there like because when I went to my high school graduation, I wore long sleeve batik, and that was tailor made for me. Yeah. So oh. uh, it was oh. customized, and you know, I wore it to like a th- something that celebrates the year of my school educational life. Yeah. For uh, moving on, and I think for the women, you know, uh, you can Ooh. wear kebaya and batik yeah. in graduation. Yeah, mm-hmm. for yeah. my graduation, I wore a kebaya, and it was like customized and tailored too. So it was like my own. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Matika? Same. It was a kabaya. I think my um my skirt it was batik tenun. It was batik tenun, like the lower part. Um, the top was uh, kabaya, and it was it was just like shiny, really nice. right? It's yeah. so nice. It's so nice. And then when I opened the the robe, it's mm-hmm. like. Like, Bam! Exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's not just a black dress. Yeah. 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 It, it, it makes us feel like that we're posh, you know. You, we, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're ending our, you know, twelve and so years in school, and you know, we mark that occasion by wearing something that you know we're proud of, and mm-hmm. you know, as we're Indonesians also, we wear batik, and that's a common thing in our graduation. And um, Maswami, you mentioned that you wore uh, batik on was it Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, in school, we usually wear batik on day, Wednesday. All day. <laughs> day, every day. I wish all day. But no, we still have like, you know, um, white red, white blue, um, <laughs> um, white gray uniforms for each level. But batik, usually in Sumbawa, we wear on Wednesday and Thursdays, um, which is always um, the days I'm waiting for to wear the, the costume. So, oh yeah, um, there was a unique thing about my batik uniform when I was in the school. Um, so, coincidentally, my batik uniforms when I was in elementary school and junior high school had the same color, um, base color of blue, um, which I really like. I don't know, maybe since then, I love blue so much other than the other colors. Um, but then when I was in senior high school, um, unfortunately, uh, my school just changed um, the uniform from batik to be just um, like a solid purple um, uniform, which was, I don't know, kind of sad because we lost our batik because previously my senior high school had the purple um, color of batik, like white based with purple pattern, which is so cool for me because I really see um, batik with um purple um mm. pattern color at that moment it was so cool but then they just replaced it <laughs> never mind <Aww. laughs> well, wouldn't you imagine that you know if you had worn batik in your school all day every day it would be like a daily fashion show in your school i think so but <laughs> but 
I I honestly will say I'm not gonna be the spotlight because <laughs> people can because people can choose you know what to wear every day like okay Monday I'm wearing red tomorrow Tuesday I'm wearing yellow yeah. Wednesday I'm wearing blue Thursday I'm wearing black what Friday I'm wearing purple so it's yeah. like I believe so it's like a daily rainbow I would say in the school if you your school had my a, school definitely be turned to be a fashion school then. Not gonna, really? be, not gonna not gonna be a high school. It's gonna be a fashion school. I can't see like a lot of. Uh, I don't know if you guys feel the vibes of seniority in the school, oh <laughs> which the seniors will always take the spotlight. Like, hey, this is my fashion. You cannot follow it. Oh, Something like that. So. I didn't do that. So. <laughs> Imagine if you had a class on batik, like literally, like a one-hour session. We would learn like batik, like how to make it and stuff. Would that would, would that be cool? That'd be cool. It's gonna be so cool. I will. It's it's gonna be one of my most favorite class ever. I yeah. think it's gonna be everybody's favorite class. History class. History to batik. History to batik. That sounds like a good idea for a class. And uh, to, to go ahead, with that being said, you know, I we couldn't have ended that podcast on a very higher note. So I just it's really say, hard to end up this topic. In all honesty, you can go on and on about batik. Yeah, yeah. we can talk all day long. <laughs> like I said earlier, it, it it's more than the contents of a textbook. But anyways, you know, for this podcast, uh, that's where we're gonna e- end up and wrap up. Uh, thank you so much to my co-host, Batika Febri, and Masafmi for it's really interesting joining talk. me in this podcast. And fun and also um, thank you to also and a shout out to all the listeners out there listening to this podcast and on behalf of Permias MSU and the team that is the host of this podcast terima kasih thank you very much for joining us and also selamat hari batik semuanya Yay. thank you very much everybody terima kasih terima kasih selamat hari batik <laughs>